0: blood talk radio
1: Right, that's right, that's right. It is the next chapter radio with one of your co hosts, A Tile, and your other co host, gypsy,
2: gypsy Soul Child, Ooh.
1: the brother he who forgets one. his name on occasion. No, that's
0: <laughs>
1: what's up. So, let's sweet, do the introduction. Sweet hey, we just say see deprivation. Welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> The next chapter, radio, TNC radio, where we will always be diving into open, in-depth conversations about dreams, determination, and dedication, and the journey taken to realize them, focusing on transitioning from one level to another and recognizing when and how to move to the next chapter. I would say tune in tonight, but it is tonight. I would say listen to us, but you are listening to us, and yeah, that's about that, so we are back, it is a whole lot of stuff going on in the world, a whole lot of stuff going on with us, all that kind of good stuff, we're going to catch up, so first of all, man, what's your week been like, Gypsy, what you been up to, what you been doing, tell me something good, or tell me something bad, whichever one, just tell me something.
2: No, I'm, no, I'm like Evelyn, I ain't going to get nobody no bad news.
1: Listen. What do you (laughs) say? Don't give me no bad news. (laughs) No bad news. No. And for all All of you people who did not catch that reference, that was to the Wiz. And so, if you're black, you can get your color card snatched. And if you're not black, you can get a color card if there are certain movies you know the words to. Coming to America and Wiz are two of them. We'll add more. Yes. This is our cultural yeah. moment. But yeah, go ahead, man. Give, yeah. give it to us. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, by the way, and it and and
2: could, I mean, and that's not just like a, uh, uh, just a I'm down. That's a, you you were really in the club like Tina Marie status.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me and my brother almost fought over Tina Marie because I said she was white. That joker told me she was black. And, you know, I just seen her and I was just like, well. Then who is the white woman impersonating her? You know, so you know. T- Go
2: uh, I was gonna say Tina Marie is just a little light skinned. To me, Tina Tina Marie is just real light
0: skinned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's Tina Marie is my girl. Mm. That was my girl. Yeah, man, she amazing. Mm. Amazing. And yes, she gets her color card. You know what
0: yes.
1: I'm saying? So what else so yes. don't give us no bad news. Give us some news, man. Tell us something. Let's go. Let's All go. Right. Let's no, go.
2: No. Uh I'm in here in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm a uh, adjunct professor, uh teaching DJ classes at the Ohio Media School, which is dope. Oh, hey, look at you. Uh, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah. Ignorant intellectuals, you know. That's <laughs> yes, that is our brand. If y'all don't know, we are the ignorant intellectuals. Go ahead.
2: Um, then I had a uh, an event last night. Went off pretty well, you know. Uh, DJ in there. Went off pretty swell, uh, you know. Uh, working on the uh, poetry project, you know, the, the long-standing album. So, was, you know. A lot of stuff going on, man, in a short period of time. So, you know, sleep deprivation, you know, is here now. <laughs> so. <laughs> what you say is here now?
1: It's like I, I've done it, and it's kind of fun. Yeah, so, hey. <laughs> Excuse me. We're going to see what we get,
2: <laughs> you know. There you go. <laughs> what about you? How was your
1: week? Oh, My week has been... Busy, got a whole lot of stuff going, um, dealing with uh, the the new book cover, you know, um, and me not reading the guides or paying attention to it, I had to um, resubmit it like two or three times because print was too big, but it got in today, and I didn't hear any word back, so, you know, it'll be down for like about, I think, a week or so, and then it'll be back up with the new cover. And, I, you know, I just talked to a brother that I work with in the support, black man support group that I'm doing. And um, he talked me into doing a physical book release so I was about to do an online book release. So in November, I'm going to do an online and a physical book release, re-release for the Relationship Cookbook. And, um, you know, I'm working on um, doing some mental health community work. So, some of the topics that I will be doing work on or with people are suicide, dealing with pain, understanding mental health and choosing a practitioner, all that kind of stuff. And I'm going to start just doing that. I'm going to start doing seminars, you know, maybe two, three, four times a week on the weekends. And there will be mental health seminars to bring people closer to understanding what mental health is about and then helping you through your issues. And then, you know, for those who want deeper, you know, um, attention, you know, helping them identify the, um, the attributes of the therapist that they want and need, and then helping them to find a therapist. See what I'm saying? So we're doing that. Um, uh, yeah, th- I'm just doing a lot of stuff. And then writing, of course, finishing editing this poetry book and getting that together, then working on the CD. You got a new CD coming out, and also with the re- the new release of the book, I'm also going to be doing a re-release of the the poet CD, and also um, the written experience um, poetry book. I'm gonna be doing all of that. So yeah, I'm just ready to get moving and living to the purpose, and then finishing the other book, Jesus Wept. As you see, I have a lot of stuff going, but you know, it is an order and a method to the madness. So. That's what's up with me, and then you know, just you know, just just had a you know good week with the kids, hanging out, you know, and uh, you know, getting them to do homework and clean up, all that good fun stuff, you know. And uh, other than that, like I said, I'm just chill, man. I'm just, I'm just all good to the go. You know what I'm saying, bro? God is good. I'm here. You know, I'm healthy. I'm feeling good. And so yeah, man. And I'm looking forward to getting back to living. Life as an artist and as a creator, and you know that that's just got me going. You know what I'm saying? That has yeah. really got me going. So yeah, I, I'm good, man. I'm good, and I'm here. We're on the radio again, another Monday, Hour Radio Network, TNC Radio. There we go. You know what I'm saying? So I'm good. Yeah. I'm, good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I say all of that to say I'm good, and I'm, I'm gonna say it one more time. I'm good, and I'm yeah. good looking. There you go, too. You have to throw that in there. You have to throw that in there and say, I'm good looking.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes, as you can hear, we also work out our own delusions on the radio. Um, Just don't. (laughs)
1: He's just mad that he ain't tall, that's all. But I am good looking. If you've never seen me, just imagine a good looking African American man, and that is me. There we go. Yes. 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 Oh, we gotta so introduce gotta the show.
2: Like, why you gotta say it oh. like? you King Jaffe Jaffur"? Like, you know, I'm just saying. Royal <laughs> wipers.
1: I'm sorry. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, again, if you want, hey, if you want a color card, you have to know these references. So, um, yo, so let's talk about the show. This, this next chapter, radio, like, like I said, we're about talking about things that get you to the next level. And we don't focus on all these gigantic things and these ethereal terms where, you know, somebody will give a term and we'll fight through it. We talk about everyday occurrences, things that pop up in your life, big or small, because it's really the small things that are up in you, the big things we work through, we fight through. But the little things, man, they build up and they tear you down and they catch up to you because there's so many of them. And we think they're inconsequential. But there's nothing too big or too small to discuss on this show. But we like to focus on the things that happen to the most people all the time so we can, you know, get through it, you know, and see what we can come to. So today it seems like a very simple topic, but you know, our main topic of the day is turning a positive into the negative. Is that real? Is that false? You know, is that something we're making up? Are we saying that to just shovel some, you know, intellectual manure your way? That's for you to decide. And if you ever want to call in and comment on anything that's going on, the number is 646-668-2574. Again, 646-668-2574. That's the call-in number. And, And we get into the main topic in the second hour. In the first hour, we do a recap of the last show, and we talk about the hot topic. And the hot topic is anything we pick from the news or anything that's going on. So that's what we're talking about. So uh, today's topic, like I said, is turning a positive into a negative. Is that real, or is that just all smoke and mirrors? And we're going to find that out. And again, we don't offer hardcore, concrete solutions. We offer suggestions and insights. And you take it and do what you want to Nobody here is the end all be all We don't claim to know everything Or to be able to do everything We just give insights And you can work with them That's why we encourage you to call in And give us some of your insights So Gypsy Last show we talked about Relationships versus goals and dreams Are they conflicting Are they the same What are we going to do with them So any 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 thoughts from last week about um, relationships, goals, and any thoughts that you had since last week, or any just you know summary of last week in your thoughts? Are dreams and goals contradictory, conflicting, or oppositional to relationships? Give us your take.
2: Um. I would say yes and no, depending on the circumstance or, or the relationship itself. You know, you can't... We do a lot of entertaining and doctoral work. You, um, I do a lot of entertaining, and it causes you to be away from friends, family, loved ones at all times of day and night. If you have... Just as in his example, as an example, someone who is, um, or in a, if you're in a relationship with somebody who is insecure, jealous, or any of that nature, that's a wrong relationship to be in. If you got somebody that's like, I don't care, whenever you come home, whatever, that's sort of a wrong relationship. So it is a balance, balancing act there. So yeah, I, I mean, it all depends on the relationship. And what you choose to cultivate, and how you guys communicate. See all these shows sometimes.
1: Well, I got a question. Today. I got a question. What about the age-old crux of she cute but she crazy? There's a
2: there's a matrix to decide the cuteness the crazy. You know you get you get, there's a formula. Like,
0: there's a formula. No, I'm straight up. List. Okay, bring it down Bring it down
2: We both from Cleveland, right? Yeah, okay. Very, very Fine Yes Fine as all outdoors
1: Yes, all right. fine as cat whiskers Arguably Arguably Mac your mama fine Yes Right yes. Mm-hmm. Mama might have to duck, I get that But There is
2: a long-standing rumor that Halle Berry is crazy as cat shit.
1: Now. (laughs) So is that a yes or no to Halle? I'm just going
2: to say it like this.
1: Mm -mm 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 -mm. Don't be trying to paraphrase. Is she cute enough to date if she is crazy as they say?
2: Listen. I just wanted to be Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> Only one time. Did you just go to Monsters Ball? Thought. Yes, I did.
1: <laughs> That'll answer the question. In real life, is Hallie fine enough to date if she is as crazy as the rumors say? Listen.
0: Shane, Shane
2: left that crazy. I ain't got to buy any well, insurance.
1: Hold on, okay. we got we got a we got a caller. So let, let's let's bring them in and see what they got to say. Hey, caller, can you hear us?
2: Yes, I can hear you very well. What's happening, brother?
1: Is this is is this is this the man? I think it is. Is this Eric Troy? My son, what? What is?
0: You know, there we go
1: for, for y'all don't know, this is Eric Troy He is, I'm going to give you a resume We call him Baby Prince Because he plays like every instrument Including those that ain't invented yet He's a member of Black Poetic He's a poet, he's an entertainer He's also the musical director Of my, of my new CD And um, so with that sir And that great introduction What do you think Do relationships and dreams are they diametrically opposed to I mean are goals and goals and dreams diametrically opposed to relationships? And is Halle Berry fine enough to date if she's as crazy as what people say? You can answer those in any order. Well, first of all, I am very happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> This show is going to devolve real quick.
0: All right, come on. All right, sir. man. I, 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 I couldn't help it, man. I couldn't help it. Man. All right, let me get all serious. <laughs> oh, you know that's my joint, man. I know. i going to They're
1: going like, what show is this? C- content. What is content. All right, but relationships right. dreams and goals. Can you do both at the same time? Right. What? Talk yes. to me.
2: Okay. Okay. Let me let, okay. Let me answer that question. Yes, you right. can. I am actually doing that. Um married to my wife 12 years going on 13. And mm-hmm. dreams and goals, you know, it uh, you may have said it, you know, you you, you got to talk it out basically. You know, um you gotta grow. She has dreams. I got dreams. You know what I'm saying? Um, and when we understand, well, I, this is just my perspective and from my experience. But when you, you know, when you talk about it and just be real with each other, you know, when we got married, we became partners. You know what I'm saying? All partners. Yeah, and, and and just like with partners, sometimes it's like you know what I'm just gonna go in my room and you gonna go in your room and and so on. But then we come back together because we are amazing partners, and you know I fall in love with my wife every day. So sometimes, you know, I just love her. She <laughs> <And then sometimes laughs> right, must you know, not I, be listening. <laughs> I, I was about to say, come on what? man. I, like I got I got one of them and I say, hey, listen, I you know, I sometimes I just want to hug a neck and sometimes <laughs> <man>. <laughs> but, 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 but that's the but that's the beauty, but that right there is the beauty of the partnership. You know, that's yeah. the beauty of it all. you you, you know what I'm saying? You supposed yeah. to do that, you know, and, and when I talk to old folks, old folks say that's what you're supposed to be doing. You in the right place. When that happens, when yeah. the, that ebb and okay. flow, you know, you know, we talk to old folks, man, you got to get some elders in the room, man, you know, but as far as the goals and stuff, we had goals, um, uh, from day one and, and, okay. and, and, and we are closer to those goals and like she, I'm close, you know, I help her with hers and she helped me with mine. And just like you, you know, my man, he's an entertainer. I'm in an entertainment business, and yeah, you be gone and and stuff. But you know, this is a part of what we all signed up for, you know. And mm-hmm. in my wife's work, you know, is is you know, it requires her to travel. So you know, from when it's her time to do her thing, I got you know, I gotta you know, I gotta be the assist while she scores. You know what I'm saying? Right. I gotta yeah. do the right. little pass to get her the ball. But then so y'all it's, working it's, on I'm this okay, together. Now.
1: It's not like somebody sitting on hold and waiting. Nah. No. Ten years to someone nah. get it done.
2: Y'all exactly. working this out together.
1: We, we working this out together. This is simultaneous
2: magic happening. You know, this is what we okay. both working on. You know, we we you know when she met me, she knew I was a musician. She knew this. You know, um, mm-hmm. when I met her. You know, I knew she was doing her thing, you know, and then it's just like, let's make a plan, as you said, to just make a life. And, and, and every day there's a planning situation. Sometimes it's spoken. Sometimes it's like, oh, I got it. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is You know, after a while, we just like, okay. And then sometimes we'll just sit and talk and be like, yo, what's next? You know?
0: So, yeah. and
2: then. Now, now the Halle Berry thing.
0: Mm-hmm. That's now, a must answer. Okay, I, let, let let me put let, let let
1: me let me let me. So pick up the justifications. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> wait a minute. Cause I was,
2: cause I was the, So in the music industry, y'all know, y'all see some crazy. ones mm-hmm. just like good Jesus. Oh God, you know you suck a fart out of behind, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, she good and crazy. Yeah, and I met mm-hmm. uh, I, I boogie. I think I told you this one time. I went to across seas on one of my you know you know on my gallivant at one of them parties, one of them uh uh, uh big you know parties, you know them parties. Yeah. Mhm. And uh, met a big time model. Like, she's one of the big black models. And I'm like, I, look, look, I'm going to shoot my shot. I don't care. You know, You know, I, I'm, I'm in my Mars Day mode. She ain't nobody bad like me. You know? <laughs> I, wow. Wow.
1: I was going to wow. shoot
0: my Mars Day, right?
1: <laughs> I, I got to hear this. Come on, get to her. Get to her. So? And then
2: she started talking. Because she was high on that, yeah, yo And then she
0: started Looking like a gremlin, man, I'm like, oh Man, <laughs> man. Oh,
1: she, she turned in the stripe triangle. On you Oh my god, man, she's No, she turned into stripe's girlfriend, man Remember with the lipstick Yeah and Oh and my goodness oh,
0: oh my goodness She just oh. fell asleep, man. And I and
2: I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do none of that. So I know it wasn't me.
1: But getting to the hell, she
2: she was just barking at everybody. What made her unattractive is just how she was talking to people and how she was acting, which, mm-hmm. which, which lets me know that she was bonafide, sure is nuttier than squirrel shit. So okay, so, so how's I'm that, like, okay. Holly?
1: If she is as nutty, so if she funny. is as fine, would you date her?
2: If she's nuts, if she is nuts, no. As she because is fine, a, and she is fine because there's a lot of fine ones. Man, listen, let me tell you something about fine and nutty and crazy, man. Because it, 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 <laughs> I, you know, me and my wife, I used to having a moment. I with my wife over. <laughs>
1: Cause my wife will laugh at me. She be like,
2: "Man, you pick some wow." My wife, you know, she my wife got jokes, man. She be dogging, be too bad. She be like, "You okay. got
0: you pick some
2: doozies, bruh." <laughs> <The hell." laughs>
0: but in regards to that,
2: though, I have been refined. I've grown a bit, you know. But
1: seriously, <laughs> man?
0: Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep
1: it together, and I'm supposed to be the on, serious man. one on the show. Okay, come on. Right. Okay, I got it. Okay, but but but
2: but for real though, somebody gonna find that that works for them. You know, whatever Does it she is me? perceived as, you know, it's gonna work for them. You know, somebody's crazy is somebody else's. You know, karma. You know, is 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 that's what they need. You know. That ain't what I need <laughs> 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 Somebody I, like that
1: I,
0: I, Hold you, on, hold I'm on you, I'm going to tell you like oh, Hold
2: on, we got to let people know what's
1: going on Hold on, hold on Go ahead, Jesse I'm
2: going to tell you Just for me Halle uh-huh. Berry, Yeah, she's that crazy I'm like Luther, just only for one night That's it We that's all I'm saying. I'm just, hey, she, hey, I,
1: she rich I, enough to find out where you live. That one night thing ain't gonna work. Hey, listen,
2: <laughs> Would you? listen, listen. I'm gonna tell you.
0: I've dated. <laughs> listen, I've dated. I've dated crazy and not so fine. So, I you well, a step up
1: for you? <laughs> hey. oh, oh no, let's do identification so people know what the heck they <laughs> listen to. People are like, what show is this? This is. The D-Hour Radio Network, this is TNC Radio, the next chapter radio, and we are actually talking about last week's subject, about relationships versus goals and dreams, and are they conflicting? And, you know, we have a caller, Eric Troy, you know, who is an extraordinary musician, and um, before you get off, I want you to tell him about what you've been doing and how you've been releasing that music, bro, and about your podcast. So they know where to find you. Uh, okay. but yes, we deal, then we are gonna have to get back in the subject matter because this this could be a long conversation. <laughs> but you know, the 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 off topic was if Halle Berry is as crazy as she is, fine. Would you date her? Uh, uh, Troy was like, like, no, not right now, because he's refined. And Gypsy was like, it's a step up from what he's done before. So, but only for one night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness oh, I need
1: and, I, and I didn't weigh in Because I don't think we got enough time But George, hey, tell us, tell us about the stuff you're doing And stuff And um how they can get in contact with you And listen to you Then we'll have to kick you off And get you to get to the rest of the show Oh and if you want to call me right, right. George, It's 646-668-2574 You know And you can comment about whatever you want to comment That we're talking about Yo, know, here Troy, let them know about what you do, how you do, where you do it and how I see you.
2: So thank you, thank you, my brother. Um nah, um my name is
0: Eric
2: Troy, uh dot com. Uh you can Google me E R. I. Q. T R O I. I'm like all in the matrix. Um you know, E R. I. Q. T. R. O. I. Um right now currently I'm putting out a uh, a single every Friday. Uh, and every Friday on Spotify uh, There's going to be a new single It's I don't know what genre I don't. It's all different genres It could be a rock tune It can be a jazz tune It can be classical It can be uh, uh, What I call a WTF Because I don't know what genre it goes in It's just whatever <laughs> um, But uh, yeah um, Yeah I just from the Akron, originally Akron Cleveland, via Atlanta um just uh just the music, I'm just trying to talk real fast, Podcast you know
0: podcast, it's a podcast.
2: yeah, all uh, the podcast, so I'm taking a hiatus on the podcast for a minute because I'm doing this whole single thing, and I'm coming up with a new okay. project, and I'm working on your project as well, um but a, a lot of really cool projects then came up, a different uh some movie stuff as is 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 coming on on uh, coming down the line coming down the pike uh, doing scores and that kind of thing so the podcast is kind of on hiatus but the podcast is called Bloom We're Planted Unsigned and Unlimited and the podcast is based uh really about unsigned artists where you get to hear unsigned music in 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 um uh and uh, the throughout the diaspora the African diaspora of you know black folks who who's doing punk Black folks is doing rock. Black folks is doing WTF music. Um, but we are all over the world and, 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 and we have music, and, and there's a lot of unsigned, amazing music to hear. And um, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, and, and what I do is just to try and reach out to these people and I capture their stories and and, their, and let them tell you about their, their music and their journeys. And you, you find out that it's just. Like we are, we are all interconnected. We're all connected, and and we're all, like, yeah, bound by this music thing. So, cool man. And blooming, we're planted. I'm just blooming right where I am, you know.
1: Can can they listen to old um, to old episodes to go in? Are they are they available or not? Yeah, yeah, you yeah you, So
2: the so so the episodes are all on Spotify. And, you know, it, wherever there's a podcast, my episodes are there so you can google you can games. go back and listen like i got 3 years of content on there so um go back and listen to it on spotify uh uh itunes whatever google play whatever's comfortable for you you know like you know i usually say if you got an iphone you got uh apple podcast if you got uh a Droid, you got uh apple music play and or um what is that you it's on spotify um and uh, a couple of other sites. But for the most part I listen to you it know, through major um, stuff.
1: I listen to it through the Google thing. The um
2: Yeah, Google Play. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Google Play. Yeah, Google Play. I'm on Google Play. Um Google Play for the droid and, and, and but it, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, you know, it's 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 there. So um it's a SoundCloud, um, you know, for for those who don't have the app or whatever, but yeah, you, you can go and check out all of the all of the past episodes. They're all there, They're all there for uh-huh. you guys to listen to. Amazing music, amazing artists. So, plus myself, you know, got my own stuff. So check me out. Um,
1: yes, and his guitar, his guitar is dope. We ain't getting to that because we could talk about that all day. But he has got, and you can shout, you can shout out the dude who makes a guitar because I just like him. Cause that guitar is dope, and then I'm gonna have to cut you off. Ah, uh, yeah.
2: Heiko, Heiko, Hup, for in uh, Kassel, Germany, you know. So, Heiko, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, what he say? I just total Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's 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 my two cents about Hallie and that whole thing,
1: you know. So.
0: All right, bro.
2: We're talking to you. We're gonna have to get you cool, off man. and
1: get back to the show. Um, she we'll do, holler, man. All
2: right,
1: <laughs> yo, brother, man. y'all.
2: Take it easy, man. All
1: right, yo, man. Eric.
2: It was good hearing from you again, man. Straight up.
1: <laughs> yes, he's yes. out, baby.
2: Stay All right, easy.
1: man. I cut him off. I know he's about to say something. My bad, Gypsy. I mean, uh, my bad, Eric. No, Gypsy.
0: Do you have a topic
1: of the day, or, or do I get to do it? Because you don't be doing them, and so okay. I got I got one. If you don't have one, what's the top What's the hot topic of the day?
2: I know you got one. Mine is kind of ignorant today. Hot. I don't have really have a hot topic. I just got something. That's what we just called it. They got to be hot. Well, I mean, it was it, okay. So here's the thing. Go ahead. Have, have you seen the new uh, the My name is Dolomite.
1: Movie, uh, I saw parts on on it. I was watching, I fell asleep on it.
2: Okay, well, apparently, Rudy Ray Moore's daughter is quite upset because she is saying she's on welfare and she feels that Eddie Murphy owes her family some money.
1: Is Rudy Ray Moore still alive? I, I don't know. Is he still alive? Oh no, Ruby Ray Moore's dead. Oh, because well, well, I was about to say, you know, why don't he take care of it? But you know, he's dead, so I get it. Okay, keep going.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's not paying bills posthumously. <laughs> 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 so
0: what's the question? So, uh, what is the question?
2: So you know, I don't really have a question. It's just you know, well, I guess in the question, putting it in a question form, Alex. Uh, I would say, what do you think about people who have done biopics of other famous people? And do you think they have a responsibility to the remaining family members, whether it be uh, financial compensation or just acknowledgement?
1: I think, I think both. I mean, it's like this. You know, if you are taking something like somebody's life, and especially if you say you're doing it in honor of them, how are you going to do something? Say that, you know, you were doing something in honor of like Richard Pryor or something, and you making all this money off of him, off his image, off his life, which is including these people, but they ain't getting nothing for it. You see what I'm saying? And then you're like, well, This is honoring him. Well, the best way you can honor him is use what you're doing to take care of his people. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's, to me, that's just common decency. You know what I'm saying? How am I going to use your image, your likelihood, and your life and not pay you? So I'm not saying go out and get everybody in the family money, but I'm thinking if you're going to do something that is going to embody someone's life and they're going to be the main focus, yeah, even if you're not required to, out of decency you should be donating something to his estate so that somebody in his life or in his family is gonna benefit from it. Like why wouldn't you? I mean it ain't like Eddie Murphy is broke. Have you seen that Joker's house? it looked look like Cleveland. Ours is gigantic. I mean no, you can I, make I, money. I
0: hope his
2: house I hope his house don't look like Cleveland. Good lord no, I'm, talking about as in no. si- I'm
1: talking about in size. It no, just <laughs> it looks like in size. It's about as big as Cleveland. You know I when I saw it I literally, because it was one time I saw the picture of the house, and they did an aerial, and they talking about, and I'm thinking this is like some kind of institution or something. And they're like, and this is Eddie Murphy's house. I was like, damn, like, d- does he have more wife and kids than we know about? Like, he can fit like half of East Cleveland in that joint, and they wouldn't even bump into you, each other. <laughs> are you like, does this
2: nigga, does this nigga, ha- is this nigga have a compound
1: or something? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like. Really. And so the thing about it is, I think if you're going to use anybody's image, likeness, anything like that, you should break them off something. Even if it's not legally required, you should do it just out of respect. That's just me. How am I going to take your life and then tell you you don't deserve any money off of it or you don't deserve any benefit from it except to know that I did it? To me, that's some selfish stuff. But I I don't know the situation. I don't know if, you know... What he is or ain't paying, or if his if Rudy Ray Moore as the state is getting money and she just is not getting it, I don't know because that could be a lot of inner workings. But if he's not giving up any dope, if he's not providing any kind of compensation for what he's doing, yeah, man, I think that's foul. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just well, think that. What do you think?
2: I agree. However, I watched the whole thing. Oh, and it is absolutely hilarious. So much so that I went back, and on the way home today, I was actually listening to uh, old Dolomite records, right? Mm-hmm. Which is just absolutely hilarious. But remind me to tell you about that story a little later in the show. Okay. Um, but, but even watching the show... um I didn't even know Rudy Ray Moore had a daughter, let alone, you know, kids.
0: Because the problem wasn't in there.
2: Right. It, they're, they're never mentioned. And the fact that, let's face it, unless you are a, a certain age and went to the movie theater and saw Dolomite or just happened to happened to see um Dolomite on VHS And or Are in that certain age group Where you kind of remember uh, The gangster rappers uh, Emulating what Dolomite, what Rudy Ray Moore was doing
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: You have no idea who he is So even with that you know, of course, I wouldn't let my sixteen-year-old son, you know, listen to Dolomite or, or probably even watch this movie, at sixteen. But it's one of those things of, you know, if the last poets were the Godfathers of conscious rap, Louis Ray Moore was damn sure the uh, the Godfather of gangster rap. You know
1: what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I get you But the thing about it is, think about it In that, he is using Bits that Rudy Ray Moore paid for Like if that was somebody's song If that was somebody's music You would have to pay royalties on that So how are you going to use stuff That he recorded Stuff that he used to make money And then not pay any money off of it. You should be paying something. And if anybody ahead, out there has an opinion about this, hold up. You can call six four six 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 eight two five seven four. This is the D hour Radio Network. This is TNC Radio, The Next Chapter, and this is our first hour <coughs> where we just shoot the stuff. And right now we're talking about if someone uses someone's image, life, or life, you know, or anything about them, should they whether legal or not, give up some dough and give up some acknowledgement to the family or the family members or the estate. If you have anything to say about that, call in six four six 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 eight two five seven four. Get back to what you were saying, Gypsy. You talking about so? Now here's what. Here's where the controversy comes
2: in. Rudy Ray Moore didn't okay. really pay for all that shit. All that shit that he used. He he was paying them from old bums. You know who was always just the just shit-talking brothers that's sitting on the corner, that signifying and doing all that stuff, that they, they were doing the bums and stuff so they could eat. I mean, and they showed that in the movies. He did pay them so, in dollars in liquor, and but he never kept giving them royalties and stuff. He took all that for himself. I'm not saying what goes around comes around. I'm just saying that at a certain level... Um, Eddie Murphy may not be the person that's in charge of di- in charge of dispensing those checks.
1: Should he But he's of course. But he's course. big enough. Yeah, of course. He he's big enough where if he said, I'm not gonna do this movie and I'm not gonna sign off on this movie, if somebody don't break off somebody in his estate dough, they would've got broke off some dough. And we talking about Netflix. You know, Netflix ain't broke. I think they're talking about they didn't hit, like, 10 million subscribers or whatever it is at $13 a month. They make $133 million a month off a of subscription? Come on. They ain't, they ain't going to have a problem. But I get what you're saying. He stole them, but at the same time, you know, we we got to stop the cycle. You know what I'm saying? And in this case, it ain't even him. It's his progeny. You know, it's his, it's his daughter. Why not break off something like, you know, like break the cycle. If he was stealing from people, give to people. You know? Right, right.
2: Right. But you know, we don't know I mean, and I, it is a damn shame that she on welfare. You know what I mean? But then again, mm-hmm. we also gotta look at we gotta look at her story. What happened? Why was Ruby Ray why is Ruby Ray Moore's daughter why is Dolomite's daughter on
1: on welfare? You see what I'm no, saying? No.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. But you know, but, but, you know what but, I mean? but no matter what she's on, does he have an obligation or at least an ethical responsibility to pay some of that down? That's my only question. Oh yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, yeah, he got it. I mean, yeah, you know, break somebody off, but you know, shit,
1: Did, uh, you can break uh, me off. I yeah. heard Dolomite a couple times, and I think he should pay right. me for listening. No joke. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the no business
1: born rat soup-eating my... Nah. <laughs> well, 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 so listen. We're going to get into a little bit of music. um, And let's do some Sly and the Family Stone, thankful and thoughtful, then we're going to get back in. This is the D-Hour Radio Network, 646 668 You listen to TNC Radio, the next chapter radio. Our topic today, in the second hour... Is going to be turning a, po- a negative into a positive. Is that possible? Is that just you know people blowing smoke up your behind? Is this something that we just making up, or can you really do it? And how to do it? And we're going to discuss that. But right now we're going to do a little slide in the family stone. And if you want to call in, call in. We look forward to hearing from you. With that, let's get into the music. Okay, he stopped. Let's try that again. There we go.
0: Oh, Sunday morning, I forgot my prayer. I should have been happy. Yeah, I'll still be there. Some could have gone and taking me away. But the main man fell still, should be here another day. And that's why I got to be, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, I gotta be, for hey, 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 oh. thank you, for thank you, Oh, you, oh, oh, you gotta be, the from the name of oh, my ankle, oh. to the top of my head. Could have been dead I started climbing from the bottom Oh yeah All the way to the top Uh huh Uh huh From before
1: The family stone, thankful and thoughtful. Now, if you like what you hear, if you like what you hear, all our music is curated by Gypsy Soul Child. Um, he is a music connoisseur. He is a biography connoisseur. He's an autobiography connoisseur. You know, he just don't live in the sewer, but he's all other connoisseurs. But you know, <laughs> he does he does the music. And he picks all the songs, out. all our songs, if you notice, they in keeping with the theme. Today we're talking about turning a, positive, a negative into a positive. Is that possible? And, you know, Slade was talking about be thankful and thoughtful. And that's hard sometimes. But let's, let's, let's end our, our last se- uh, segment before we get into that. Again, this is D.O. Network, TNC Radio where we will always be diving into open and depth conversations about dreams, determination, and dedication and the journey taken to realize them, focusing on transitioning from one level to another and recognizing when and how to move to the next chapter. That was my sexy voice. Okay, now, if you want to call in. in. <laughs> that's, With that,
2: that's from the 70s, man. Like, you got your Adolf Steeves on there. For those of y'all that don't know, Adolf Caesar did all the uh voiceovers for the black exploitation uh trailers. So Adolf <laughs> Caesar was uh was old Mr. in the color purple. That's who that was.
1: Yeah. So and so if you want to call in about this topic, this is gonna end in a couple 646 minutes. Six four six 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 eight two five seven four. And the question is relationships versus dreams and goals. Are the complimentary conflicting? Do you have to choose one or the other? And if Halle Berry is crazy as she is fine, would you date her? That's the question. And if you don't want to get on the line and you know my phone number, text message me, and I will read your response on the air about what you say, and I won't mention your name so Halle won't know who you are. I'm gonna mention part of your name, just not your full name. So, getting back to it. So am I am I to understand that a little bit of crazy with a lot of cute is okay. Is that what is that what it's, we're saying?
2: It's a ratio, man. It's a ratio. <laughs> I'm
1: it. it's it's a ratio.
0: Who
2: established ratio. this
1: ratio? Just so I'm clear.
2: Okay. There's a inner. There's a place where crazy and 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 fine intersect, right?
0: Like, okay, okay. okay. I'm gonna go with it. Go ahead. Like,
2: like Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let Let's not act like we don't know that the Jacksons ain't got problems. Come on now. They like okay when they came out with the Velvet Rope. They said that like she was for depression. She was taking cappuccino enemas and shit. First off, what? Yeah, that's nutty as that's nutty as hell, and just as a
1: rumor.
0: But let's say that's
1: nasty, Miss. You want to put coffee uh, in your booty? You
2: know. Hey, well, you know. Anyway,
1: okay, I'm I'm rolling with it i okay. like I don't so know what that's, that's gonna, that's gonna not, do for not, depression.
2: Now you now you saying like like okay that's I'm a therapist and that's nuts right like you you are you can't say no I didn't say that I say, I didn't say
1: I did not say those words I'm just saying no. that's kind of a let's say a non traditional way for treating depression.
2: <laughs> no, I mean you didn't say it was nuts, but you you know. You definitely have to sit down and talk to somebody about what's happening
0: if you think
2: <laughs> that some Cafe cello up your rectum is going to cure your depression, right? Let's just Ooh, right there. Okay. Right?
0: <laughs> okay.
2: But oh, even, I'm, if,
0: I'm, but okay,
2: that's, that's Janet Jackson. Okay. Uh huh. I'm gonna get me some cream and be all up in that brown sugar with Janet Jackson and just have a wonderful cup of coffee with
0: Janet because.
1: hey you would get would you get a, would you get uh, espresso enema too? All right, all right. She's Janet Jackson. She's Janet oh, Jackson. No. Would you get an she espresso enema for Jesus. Janet Jackson?
2: I mean, that's, that's that's her thing. No, I'm
1: not I'm going, asking not you. Me. What if she wanted? What if she wanted company? And she said, "If you love me, you will get one too." Do you get one?
2: Listen, I'm gonna tell you like this: is it's, it's, <laughs> you have to. Decide. Here we go.
0: Here, here comes the build up.
2: No, we just got to decide if it's gonna be, you know, extra foam in the locker, <laughs> or if it's gonna be. <laughs>
1: Ice coffee. I just got so crazy and fine are an accepted combination. Women, women, if you're out there, because I say this is open for everybody. If there's a woman listening and you have an opinion about dating a guy who's fine but crazy, we want your opinion too. Six four six. Six six eight two five seven four, and especially if you've dated a crazy fine man. We want to know your input. (laughs) I don't think anyone (laughs) was gonna call in and admit it, but yeah, I want to know what they think because I I I think dudes guys have a markedly different view of it. Like I think that a lot of dudes would look past Halle Berry if she was crazy would look past her crazy to see her fine and her bank account and her status and be like, it's just something I got to deal with. But I don't know if women would do that. Like women, because you're supposed to be smarter than us, and you're supposed to be more insightful than us. So please, at least one woman call in. If you dated a crazy fine dude or you would date a crazy fine dude, call in and give us your female opinion. Because as you see, we were overwrought with the male's opinion. Terribly, man. Please, but foot, man. Please. <laughs> I'm just gonna say some of
2: these, some of these women in dated dudes that look like Flavor Flav, and be, and they've been nutty as hell, they, and they didn't have babies by him. So please, that's
1: <laughs> six four six. Like like. 668 2574 eight <laughs> two five seven four. Cause we're moving into like the next hour, and I, and I really want to hear a female opinion. This six four six. Don't be afraid to call. If you got my phone number, text message me. Let me know. If you got me on Instagram or on Facebook Messenger, hit me up. Let me know if you dated a a fine crazy man and and just tell us what it was like, you know, because we're we're looking for the opposing view. We have a lot of testosterone on this, you know what I'm saying? And even if we go into the next hour and you call in, still do that. Now believe it or not. But, but, but I do want to put a
2: caveat it. on that. Just in case Okay, I, okay. I, I just want to say make sure we ain't the dude y'all talking about. That's all I'm gonna
0: say.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> These are not the droids you're looking for. Um <laughs> my business in the
2: street. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we are what we have labeled ignorant intellectuals Which means we do have the capacity To think and we do exercise it At times but sometimes We choose not to act on it And just say whatever the hell comes to mind So There you go ignorant and intellectual And they're not diametrically opposed They just don't sit next to each other How about that So we into the next hour Now we get to the good stuff Turning a negative into a positive. We hear that all the time. In therapy, there are therapists who say that. And so, Gypsy, I'm going to pose this to you. And anybody who has an idea or a thought about this, please call in to 646-668-2574. Think about your history, Gypsy. Think about people you know. Is it as simple or is it even as possible as people make it sound? to take something that you consider negative in your life and flip it into a positive. What do you think? And we want to know what y'all think on the next chapter radio, 646-668-2574. Gypsy, is it BS? Yes. <laughs> Break it down. You know, we don't just deal with the one-word answers. If it's BS, tell me why it's BS. Tell me why you can't just flip a negative into a positive. Uh and explain oh and before you do that, let us know your definition of negative and positive. So we're on the same page, we'll make sure we're talking about the same thing. Okay, like
2: all right, like it it, it when you talk about, you know, flipping negative to a positive, that's not just a a overwhelming one one dimensional type of type of thing. That's situational. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, like, you know, your mama died, and then you're going to be like, oh, well, you know, what's the positive aspect? I ain't got to call that bitch every Thursday. Like, no, come on, man. Like, no, nobody's going to do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm Hmm. So, no, there's not flipping that. But there are some things that are adverse that you're going to tackle in your life. It's it's, it's not always got to be some big, ginormous thing. It can always just be something small because it's a bunch of small things that make up large things. So attacking those small things, getting over them. Okay, you know what? I am consistently late with stuff. I have been. So one day I took it as a motivational tool to say, hey, man, I'm not going to be late. And for the last 28 days, I have been busting my behind to be places on time. So much so that I'm looking at people around me and they're like, hey, man, come on, you got to be on time, man. Come on, what's up? Where before I used to let things slide. And I, and I have a different mentality and a mind state about just being timely. And that translated to everything else in my life. So I took something negative and flipped it into something positive and worthwhile. And that one thing that I'm flipping reverberated and helped in a bunch of other
1: disciplines.
2: That okay, how so What other disciplines.
1: Life break it down break like, it down we have the disciplines
2: okay well you know dj so i have to literally say okay well i'm going to take time and do this right here right now and when i get into the mode of it i have to be in the mode of it it's not it's not this is my time that's allotted but you know i don't feel like doing it no i feel like watching tv nope knuckle up sit down, listen to these tracks, figure out what I'm going to do, and just do the work. You see what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. pushing yourself past or beyond yourself. So, yeah, that's always a good thing. So, yeah, when you can take that and push yourself, and it may be one small thing, but you know what? I can get, you know, I get lost in music. I'll get lost in reading a good book. I'll get lost in a TV show. I'll get lost in things that I find enjoyment in. And that never leaves time for the things that, you know, I don't really want to do that, but I got to do it. Like, I don't really want to do laundry, but, you know, I don't want to walk around in dirty clothes. So, you know, I'd rather be doing music, but I'm not at the level where I can pay somebody to wash my clothes. So... I have to figure out the time management and not be late because I'm putting off things. So it's rediscipline, it's just getting it back into a redisciplining of every aspect of your life. And that all stemmed from hey, stop stop being late. And I didn't know so, how out of order I was. You know, just by flipping mm-hmm. something negative into trying to do something positive that affirmation that made that made it all worthwhile for me. And now So you I'm, took your
1: lateness. Oh my so you took your lateness. No, go ahead. You took your lateness and you restructured that into a a more into a respect for time to the point where you utilize it better and that was you're flipping your negative into the positive. Right. Okay, I have a question. What about when they say the difference between the, the, the cup being half empty and half full? Is that a true concept? Is one more appropriate, and how do you do it? If you have this view that your cup is half empty, how do you switch it to the concept of it being half full? Or is that BS? Is it just? Is it is it both? Does it tell me?
2: I mean, it's 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 okay. You know, you have people that talk about the glass is half empty and the gla- and then you have other people who say the glass is glass is half full, right? Everybody mm-hmm. says that. Yeah. Be grateful you have a fucking glass. Try that one. Mm. <laughs> now <laughs> now before we get to talking about half empty and half full, be glad it's a glass.
1: Okay, so, so I get you that. You be
2: thankful and thoughtful o- over that. So then, once you yeah. once you stop looking at the measurement, just look at the fact that it's a glass there.
1: So and you the, saying? Go that... ahead.
2: No, so at that point, you're focusing in on the glass, and not the level of liquid or whatever is in the glass. You're just focused on that glass.
0: So
1: and, you're saying just be okay, go ahead.
2: You know, it's like this like Fly said, thankful and thoughtful.
1: You know. Okay, so so Hello. what I'm getting is oh. yeah, what I'm what I'm getting is you're saying or uh, I think you're saying is don't concentrate on the level of the liquid. Be happy that you have a glass and you have the option to fill it or empty it. Exactly. Don't concentrate okay.
2: on the finger or
1: you miss all <laughs> you'll that, miss that, heavenly, that glory. heavenly glory. That's a briefly reference <laughs> for y'all who don't know. Again, this is the next chapter radio. We're talking about flipping a negative into a positive. Is that BS? Is that sunshine? Is it possible? Is it oversimplified, and is it realistic? Because you know a lot of you know I think the song by um by what's his name? Don't worry, be happy. What's his name? Bobby McFerrin. Bobby McFerrin. And you know um Public Enemy said, "Don't worry, be happy" was the number one jam. Damn if I say that, you can slap me right here, and so. You know, some people think that just merely don't worry, be happy, is a mantra and a and a a modality for life. You just ignore your worry and you just choose to be happy. And some people think that's just you know just well disguised horse manure, you know, and so or cow dung, whatever you want to call it, it just it is that word. So in that case, can you just? don't worry be happy is that really
2: an option for people it's an option if you let it be an option
1: how do you let it be an option break that down let's get into okay. let's get let's let's get into um practical application how do you let it be an option of not worrying and be happy
2: okay check this out now i heard somebody else say this and i and i'm adopting it so this ain't my wisdom; this is wisdom that I got from somebody else. The day you were born, there was a bill created, and the day you died there's a bill created, and every day in between you create bills right
1: so i i i when i was when I came out, I don't remember much of nothing, so I'm gonna have to take your word for that. Keep going so.
2: Your light bill comes Or your gas bill Or your 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 credit card bill Or whatever comes And if you go
0: Oh my god I got a bill Oh lord and lord What am I going to do
2: Instead of saying Listen um, I'll figure it out I'll Put it off to the side I'm not going to spend my lifetime Worried and concerned And I'm going to be concerned, but I'm not going to be consumed by my bills. I like that. Say that again. I'm going to be concerned, but not consumed okay. by my bills.
0: So you I think that's
2: concerned. the concerned. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yep. don't worry. That's the don't worry.
1: Worry is the, mm-hmm.
0: oh, Lord and Lord, what I'm going to do.
1: Just like that, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, Sometimes you gotta have that old, you know Your inner grandma going.
2: <laughs> you're you're right, right. Your inner your inner like nineteen forties uh housekeeper in any movie ever. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you know, you gotta have that.
1: Okay. You know. So get to the <laughs> be exactly. happy part. Huh. How... How does the be happy part work? Sometimes you tell that old
2: bitch, shut up. No, I'm mean, I um, <laughs>
0: um,
2: you know, I'm concerned about it. Okay, I know I have to pay this, and I have to do this, this, that, and the other. But you know what else I have to do? I have to have a quality of life. So okay. I'm not go to the movie theater, but I'm going to rent a movie and watch it in my home something that I wanted to see or you know what I got my paycheck and instead of me spending all my money on bills and the rent and the car note and the insurance and this that and the other I'm going to go buy me something even if it's just a pack of socks Okay. because that contributes to your happiness and that's just on a bill front so that's that don't worry be happy. Do something that's gonna so, make yourself happy every day of your life.
1: So and, you say, and, and then, yes. Yeah. No, I, I I don't know if you were done. And then, what's the then? There's more. And then you know, and then you'll find yourself moving from worry
2: or just constant negativity to thinking about how you can do something. Nice for yourself. And then that's also going to reverberate because you're going to say, hey, you know what? I want to be able to go out to dinner, whether I go with somebody or just myself. Let me, okay, I may have to, I'm working this job that ain't really giving me what I want and not really meeting all my expenses and this and the other. Let me go and look for something else. I'm going to pay all these bills and give me even a better quality of life because I like that. I appreciate that. I appreciate my life, and I appreciate what I'm trying to do. So then you find yourself elevating just off of the simple fact of you didn't sit there and get consumed by the bills. You
1: were concerned, okay. but you didn't get consumed.
2: So, okay. so- you're not worried. You're focusing on your happy
1: Okay, so we've got to break this down Because we're about to go into a song And then I'm going to come back in And give you a little bit of clinical perspective And again, this is us Attempting to figure it out and give you some insight It ain't the law It ain't the Bible It it ain't Sanskrit It ain't written in stone But it is what we say um, We think and how we feel So to sum up with um, Gypsy said he said, "Acknowledge basically what you have, that you have a glass, to be half empty or be full. Don't be consumed, but be concerned about your problems, or be concerned but not consumed, and then to do things to fit in, to add to your quality of life." Is that what I'm getting? Exactly. Okay. Well, we're about to go to common now <clears throat> between me, you and liberation. And then we come back We're going to get into You know, a, a little clinical diddy duty and, and talk about what that um, looks like And then we're going to go from there So right now Let's get into Common And call it what it is Between me, you, and liberation And my computer Just froze So liberation and me and you are Going to come a little bit slower Come on now There we go there we don't go There we go Alright We out This is common Between me, you And liberation And y'all enjoy this While we uh, take a little break And then get back into The subject matter Is it playing? Do you hear it? I don't hear you. There it is There it is Alright So we out Jam on this I'm gonna get ready my
0: We're talking
3: All right. She rested her head upon my chest, since liberation in between breaths. Wonder if sex is what she found it in. Peace found it, lay it down with men. I wasn't there to judge her, many ways I loved her. It was more than bodies we shared with each other. We lay under the cover of friends, a place where men need lovers. Began, I began. Feel a body shake in my hand. Body language, it's hard trying to understand. Usually after sex, it's a good feel. Took by silence, emotions still still. To feel, tears spilled from a grill. Heard from before that began to build. She told me, hold me story she assembled it, telling it, trying not to remember it, it was the story of innocence taken, thought she could redeem through love making, when she was 8 she was raped by her father and tried to escape through multiple sex partners, felt pitiful she had only learned to love through the physical, inside it burn for a hard time, I thought of what this man did, she forgave him, she grew to understand it, her soul was tired and never really rested, only through mental aggression. Said it was a blessing and it happened for a reason by speaking it. She found freedom between Sometimes me and, and me could you. Can't whisper, Still without a word. Because of you, I'm,
0: stronger. I'm afraid of I feel so alive, baby. You help feel pain, me,
3: me. She laid, I watched her breathe. Happy to be here, not afraid to leave. Couldn't conceive her not being here Death in her face, her not having fear Less than a year she was diagnosed with it Memories of that year so close and vivid Happiness would only visit once in a while To watch an adult become a child Somehow I knew she'd make it The life of one so given early would God take it Her she placed in hope and prayer Her she placed in chemo and lost hair I stare with my eyes closed Wonder when the body leaves, does the mind go Watching Jordan became less important Seeing this disease either way, my aunt's organs According to doctors, it's no cure We went through doubt And cases are insure. Wish I knew then how to heal with herbs You were part of her, I could heal with words With the creator was sinning for Which seemed like the end was the beginning for Like that, she didn't want us to remember her No more medication did she want us to give to her it's Spread from her liver to her lungs to her last breath Only to be free through death between me and you, between me and you between
0: Sometimes I between wish I you. Careless Christmas Still could be heard Without making a word Because of you I'm so stronger I'm afraid no longer I feel so alive in
3: me You will you're working with He spoke with his eyes tear-filled A lump in his throat, his fear-billed my whole life it was instilled This ain't the way the men feel A feeling he said he wished he could kill A feeling not even time could heal This is how real life's supposed to be For it to happen to someone close to me So far we come for him to tell me As he did, insecurity held me I felt like he failed me Till the spirit yelled, help me i known him for life, was seen forever, about going pro, we dreamed together, never knew it would turn out like this, for so long he tried to fight this, now it was no way for him to ignore it, his parents found out and hated him for it, how could I judge him, I had to accept him if I truly loved him, no longer he said had he hated himself, through sexuality he liberated himself, between me.
1: But, you know, like I said, he is a music connoisseur A biography, an autobiography connoisseur He just don't live in the sewer But yeah, so if you want him <laughs> At the end of the show, he'll give you contact information I'm pretty sure He does mix CDs and he DJs a few in Cleveland What is that? What is that? That is the uh, end of the show Huh? It's the end of the track. I thought it stopped. Why is it still playing? I don't know.
0: Okay.
2: That's, the, uh, that's off the electric circuit
1: album. Oh, I love that. Electric uh, wire, electric um, Electric flower hustle wire. That's my jam. But yeah, no, it's yeah. on my computer, it looked like it had stopped. So, we're getting into it. If you have anything to say about how to. Turn a negative into a positive Or if you think it's positive If it is possible If you think we're just making this stuff up If you think that it's an overgrown uh, Far-fetched idea Let us know 646-668-2574 Or call in and let us know How you turned a negative Into a positive Because this is going to help people Get to the next chapter Because going through something negative for your psyche could break you down It could it could have you thinking That there's something wrong So I'm just going to get into the clinical side I'm going to bring up some points And I hope these help you So the main thing to understand is The difference between the negative And the positive Is just your personal outlook And people say that's, that's BS I'm like well what if I tell you I'll put you on an island I'll leave you there And i make you do all kinds of stupid stuff to get off the island. And you got to eat stuff you don't want to eat. You got to go through physical challenges you don't want to go through. And I'm telling you, this is what you got to do. People will look like, well, that's just crazy. You're going to kidnap somebody and put them on the island and of the other. But what if I give you a million dollars if you survive it and do it? Now, all of a sudden, now we got Survivor, the TV show. Because that's what they do. They put them through all kinds of crazy things that they would never put themselves through, eat and do things that they would never eat and do. And if they win the show, they become celebrities, and they talk about how blessed they were to walk through it because they got a million dollars at the end of it. But if you take away that million dollars, there's nothing on that show that those people would be doing or saying that they would want to do or they would think it was fair without the million dollars. So the difference between a negative and a positive in that situation Is the reward And so we have to understand That a lot of things that we say are negative If there was a reward at the end of them Gypsy I can hear a lot of noise So I'm going to mute you If I have to I got it. Make a lot of noise Okay so The difference is the reward And you can do that in anything You can say yo Man, I had to run fifty miles, man, I had to jump over snakes and swim through sharks and this and the other. Oh, that's terrible. I got five million dollars at the end, man. It was a blessing you made that through. See what I'm saying? So there's a lot of stuff that we say is terrible. A lot of stuff that we say is absolutely just horrendous and negative. And the only difference is our perspective of the our perspective of the outcome. If we think that this is for a just cause or something that's of value, then we look at it as a trial. If we don't, we look at it as a punishment. But things that you think you can't get through because there's nothing positive at the end, you could get through if you thought there was something positive at the end. So that tells us that whether negative or positive, you have the ability to get through it. And then there is also this thing is called expectancy value theory. <clears throat> and your motivation to do something is based off of what you expect to get from it and the value you assign from it, assign to it. So, if you think getting chocolate chip cookies is the best thing on the planet and you have to work through something to get chocolate chip cookies, then all of a sudden you're motivated to do it because it has something to value at the end. To say it's oatmeal raisin cookies, and you hate oatmeal raisin cookies, and you have to go through this stuff to get the oatmeal raisin cookies. You say it is a negative because I'm doing something that I don't expect to get anything from, and there's no value in it for me. So, perception really is the main difference between negative and positive. You can take any situation. And if you add a reward at the end of it that is tantamount or equal to the amount of trial, people will label it a blessing. Or if you do something and it's absolutely painful and at the end of it there's a reward that you didn't know about, you would do what we call reauthoring and reauthor the story as something that went from a suffering and just something that was overwhelming and terrible to a trial that got you to the next level. And so a lot of difference between negative and positive is our perspective. And the only difference is our ability and willingness to work and get through it. And, and if you look at it, you can take any situation that's a negative in somebody's life that's been a positive in somebody else's. So it's not about the human ability. It's about the human perspective. Right? And then there's also it's a theory called Goal Orientation Theory. And it talks about the difference between someone wanting to master something and somebody just wanting to get to the end. If you want to master life, then when you go through bumps and bruises, ups and downs, lefts and rights, you're going to look at those as challenges to get to that next level. And you're not going to want to get to that next level until you have mastered that skill set until you've mastered what you what you set out to do. Well, if you're performance-oriented, then what you want is you want somebody, I mean, or something just to happen. You just want it. You don't really care if you earned it or not. You just want it to happen. And so if you are goal-oriented and you want to have mastery, you're going to want to be able to work through these bumps and bruises to deserve the end you get. If you're performance-oriented, you're just going to want the end. So anything that stops you from getting to that end or to that success is a negative. But somebody in that same position would not want it. Like when I worked at um, a group home, there was a dude, we called him Little Fairgood Marshall. He was all about justice, right? And one day I told him, you're going to get points for your chores But as punishment, someone is going to do your chores for you because he had the most strenuous chores for the day. He fought because he didn't want any points that he didn't earn. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? He's like, yeah. Because for him, he wanted to earn what he had. So for him, getting out of doing his chores was not something he wanted. He wanted me to give somebody that do another person's chores because in his mind, he needed to earn what he had so choice wasn't a problem for him and it wasn't a negative but it's the same thing that was going to be a negative to somebody else and so when it comes down to positive or negative it really is no positive or negative it's about what we assign to it cuz I'm not like well, what if you die at the end you die at the end of life so that means does that mean if you had a very successful life You accomplished all your dreams, but at the end of it, you died. Everything you did to get there was negative? Is that what we're really saying? Because the end of everybody's life is death. As one of my mentors said, when, you know, we were young and we were talking about, you know, you know, avoiding the man and, you know, struggling this, that, and the other, and, you know, you got to understand people talk about dying. You know what he said? He said, well, to my Estimation and my knowledge, nobody's ever gotten out of life alive. And at one point he said, So you're not really choosing life or death, you're just messing with the timeline. So again, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, the end of everything is death. And if that's the case, does that mean that everything we do doesn't mean anything because in the end we die? No. It's about our perspective of it and what we do with it. And so you can take things as a negative, or you can take things as a positive. In other words, when I say positive, I don't mean they're good for you and they feel good. You just accept them that this is a part of life that I have to master and get over to get to the next part. And if I master it and don't just slip into the next part, it's going to better prepare me for what I'm going to be doing. And so that's my concept of flipping a negative into a positive. It's not assigning a value to something and not assigning some projected end where I'm going to accept that this is not going to have any value at all. My goal is to find what value I can get out of what I'm going through and get through it. And that's my concept of flipping a negative to a positive. It wouldn't even start as a negative. It would just start as life. You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm not judging it by the end because the end of every life is death. And if that's the case, ain't nobody been successful because everything that everybody else has done has ended up with them dying. You get what I'm saying, Gypsy? Or you think that's you think that's too simple, too, too clinical? What do you think about that? It's a little fucking bleak, dude <laughs> But that's the thing about it I don't think it's bleak I think that you have to accept That as every day You get deeper into your life You get closer to your leaving And so when you have Two things that are absolutely <coughs> The beginning and the end All you have is that middle And None of that middle Has a predefined Term or meaning to it It's about what you put on it What you put into it And what you want to get out of it You see what I'm saying And so People are like well she broke up With me well okay so unless she's The only person on the planet There are going to be other relationships That's not a negative that's just a happening Or that person Died that person was going to die Anyway now it was uncomfortable and it hurt that they died at, an, at a time that we consider unop, inopportune or premature. But the fact that somebody dies doesn't mean it's negative. You see what I'm saying? Or, no, or do you understand. say that's too bleak?
2: Uh, it's still, you know, fucking bleak him over here.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't think it's bleak. I think I think it's a it's a framework of life that helps you get through. Like you can mourn the loss. Right? You can feel the pain without categorizing it as something that's bad that happened to you. You know what I'm saying?
2: I mean, I get it, but at the same time, man, you know, some people can't a lot of people can't uh compartmentalize and turn off their that that feeling nature. You
1: know, what but I mean? you still can feel, feel I'm talking about labeling. I'm not talking about no, feeling, no. I'm I'm like I go you're gonna go through the pain. You're gonna feel the suffering, you're gonna feel the loss. I'm talking about the tendency to label something as a negative or something detrimental to you. Because of how it felt to you, or the way you perceive it, like you know, I lost huh. my mother to a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? Un, un- unbeknownst, unbeknownst, she was playing with one of my nephews on my brother's couch, and she passed away. Now people say, "Well, that's negative." It's like, well, no, really, that's life. What happened was based off of her lifestyle, her biology and that timing, and what it was, was it happened, you know, and as my mother used to tell people at funerals, God, don't make no mistakes, and so I had to, you know, I couldn't be the one, you know, to be telling everybody that or chiming in with my mother didn't when it happened to her, don't say the same thing, but it was just like it was uncomfortable. It was a loss. It was something I mourned, but it doesn't have to be something that's negative. Because in it, I did learn to appreciate life. I did learn that everything ain't forever. I did learn that you better express your love and your affection for the people who you love and care for because you can't take for granted they're always going to be here. So you have to not like, oh, my goodness, you're going to die tomorrow. It's not like that. But you do learn to maximize and cherish the moment. And that's what I'm talking about. So when my mom left, it was it was it left an emptiness and a void, but that was because I wanted my mother there. But then that also took me to the next point of life where you have to learn to fill in those voids when they come. And so it was painful and it hurt, but I don't label my mother's death as something negative. It is it is a fact and, and, and the consequence of the life she and I lived, and how we interacted with each other. But it's not negative; it just is. I don't have to. I don't have to. And I really don't say positive either. I just say it's either helpful or unhelpful. It either builds you or breaks you down. You know what I'm saying? And it, nothing really has to break you down if you learn to accept it. Not that it's not going to hurt. It's going to hurt. But that doesn't mean it has to be something that brings you lower or takes away from you. You see what I'm saying? Well again, maybe that's so too bleak talking, or so, just too optimistic.
2: No, so so at upon further explanation of it, you're just talking about changing the perspective of how you're doing, how you're dealing with
1: something. You know okay, Yeah, I'm talking about not assigning me. A,
2: a situation comes, but you're going to define it you, as a human being just to get through it. You're going to have to put some sort of definition on there. Now, that connotation of positive or negative, you said something like, you you use words like, is it helpful or unhelpful? You know, is it helpful or harmful? So you took it and looked at it in a different way. You took yes. positive, and one is could be considered positive versus
0: negative.
2: Mm-hmm. But the framing or the lexicon which you use to frame the situation made it made the situations or situations easier and more palatable palatable for you to work through to get to that other side of resolution and resolve and know what you're doing from or learning from it from that point forward.
0: Is that what yes, I'm hearing you
1: say? The, yeah, that, that, and you sound just like me. Go ahead, dude. I'm going to get you a doctorate degree sooner or later. But not only that <laughs> is, if you remember one of the first things I said, that when it comes to positive and negative, it depends when we're going through something, whether we consider something positive or negative is one our expectancy and value, how what do we value and what we expect from it, and also our perceived outcome, right? So
0: okay. let's look at
1: just the, let's look at just the Christian the Christian edict. Jesus dying was a terrible thing for Jesus. It was a terrible thing how he died. But if you look at it in context of this was needed to save the world and you know bring bring us back to God, then if you look at it from that perspective, this is painful and it hurts, but it's not a negative because of our perceived outcome. And then we're willing to watch Jesus die, we're willing to accept his death and embrace his death and then celebrate the sacrifice because of the perceived end. So we took somebody getting nailed to a cross and we're not taking any of the pain away we're not taking away any of the horror away but we're not labeling it in some negative or or fashion or as a loss because our perceived end of it is a gain and so that's what i'm saying i don't look at things from a perceived loss i look at it in terms of What I'm going to gain and learn from it Not that I'm overlooking the pain And I don't feel it I mean I cried for like a month when my mother passed But when people ask me Man don't give up I said give up Dude I'm crying because I miss her I said my mother would roll over in the grave Stand up and smack me in the mouth if I gave up This is me missing her And dealing with her not being available And readily accessible in my life anymore But this is not me giving up I don't see my mother Dying as an end of life Or some tragic happening That happened to me This is a part of life And part of my mother's Training and what she instilled in me Was to deal with this point And it would be disrespectful And an insult to my mother If I, if, if I became crushed At her death I'm like So when I looked at it I'm like this is painful and it hurts But this is not some I lost her presence in my life, but I didn't lose. You know what I'm saying? There's an emptiness, but I'm not empty. There's a void, but I'm not void. That void and the emptiness is in the connection we had to each other in this realm. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm talking about. You're perceived in the million dollars from survival or just somebody sticking you on an island. You go through the exact same thing, but one is a blessing And one is a curse So I'm saying the only real difference Between blessing and cursing Is how you perceive it And whether or not you get through it And how you get through it Is based on your perception of the end And what you expect From it And the value you assign to it That's what I'm saying On top of what you're saying But that does deal with perspective And everything else now, that might sound a little bit crazy. It might sound a little bit clinical. I might no, be a little I mean, bit programmed.
2: <laughs> you put, you put, you, I mean, okay, you, you used the example of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, but then you talked about like Jesus and what he had to go through. And then you took at it really, uh, dove into it from the perspective of how the rest of humanity, is, you know, in Jesus, how we ought to appreciate that. Listen, dude, I'm quite sure. And it is written that he was like, I don't want to do this.
1: Like, yeah. No, what I'm saying is I said I how we turned it how we turned it into a positive, how now, you know, we acknowledge it hurt. We acknowledge she don't want to do it, we do it but do it. we celebrate it.
2: Listen, you hit your finger with a hammer and you gonna cry, real tears. Yes. This man, this man had nails put in him.
1: Right. Totally different. And thing. we actually celebrate so, that. We sing about just, it.
2: No, no. I mean, we do. But, uh, no, no. I'm not talking about it. I want to look at it from the. I want to look at it from a uh, uh, perspective of him for a second, because he's the one that got to go through it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Much like in these situations. So he's sitting there and he's like, man, I don't want to do this. No. I'd rather not. Listen. um, But he still did it. But he did it knowing, as you said, the reward in the end
0: was going to
1: be far greater. And so so he looked at it as pain. But he didn't look at it as a negative. He looked at it as painful and suffering, but he didn't look at it like, man, look what I'm losing. You know what I'm saying? Look at everything I'm throwing away. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm talking about. And it was the fact that he understood the end that he was willing to go through the beginning. You get what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Again, I'm not negating pain.
2: It's going to hurt. I mean, but everything like you like you mentioned death, everything going to a next chapter, and I'm glad this is called the next chapter, and we can tie this in, everything has to die in order for the next chapter to live, meaning look, look, at, the, look at every look at everything in nature, man, like okay, it's autumn right now, the leaves are falling. Everything in the and and every place where it's going to be winter time now is in a state of dormancy. Everything is on a hiatus, so that everything can replenish and grow in the spring. A a Mm -hmm. caterpillar has to die; the caterpillar itself dies in order for the butterfly to live.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: The the embryo dies in order for the infant to live and there's pain through your birth and this that and other so everything dies in order for the next thing to live whether it be an emotional pain uh, or or an emotional death or anything like that you have to when you became a father for the first when you became a first time dad some of the dumb stuff that you was out here doing had to die off. You're like, man, I can't do that. I got a kid. I can't. uh." Yeah. You know, it was sometimes you would look at jokers and be like, "Mm, I'm about to smack this dude in the mouth. And you're like, "Mm, but if I smack this dude in the mouth, I'm going to go to jail. So let me let that part of me kind of die down, die off so so I can be there for my kid. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I get that. everything, everything has to do that. So when you talk about death, I don't want to, you know, it, it, here we go again with perspective. The way it was framed was seemingly bleak, but as you opened up and talked about it, because there's a negative connotation with death, yeah. it seemed bleak and, 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 and it just seemed bleak. But when you talk about it, it's like, oh, okay, so something has to go away in order to chip, chip away and get to that next chapter, that next level, that next place. So I, 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 I would agree with you on that.
1: But it does. start well, you with smart on perspective. You smart. Look at you. You are an idiot intellectual, just like me. I love you. But with that. We're about to get into some Nina Simone. My man, I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. And then we're going to get into our affirmations, our wrap-up. This is the D-Hour Network, TNC Radio. Today we're talking about turning negatives into positives. B.S., truth, possible, impossible, or is it just flowery thought? If you got a thought, we got like 11 minutes coming, so we're going to cut Nina a little bit short because this is a six-minute song. And we'll get back into a player in the background. But if you have anything to say about this subject, negatives to positives, how you do it, how you did it, hit us up, 646-668-2574. Let's get into some Nina. And then, you know, we're going to uh, go from there. So, did I hit the right throw zone? Okay, cool. We out. Let's this.
2: Yeah. yeah yes it is you know um it's really sad about Nina Simone um the fact that um Zoe Sedalia uh, I guess that's how you say her name the chick that played Gamora in uh Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. was supposed to play her. But, you know, everybody said it was a bad idea because, you know, she's gorgeous. And Nina Simone was not. And um, well, traditionally gorgeous. Um, and although she was a brilliant concert pianist, trained classically trained pianist. One of the greatest vocalists of that whole civil rights era in terms of activism and the like, she really didn't have complete freedom in from herself and liberation in terms of dealing with that black uh just the way she looked somewhat and that's and that's one of those things that pushed her and fueled her, but, you know, sometimes her perspective was a little whack. And I don't think she knew how incredible she was all the way around, or at least that's from the information I've read and
1: gathered. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: man. Um, I love her when she, you know, she there was an intro to being young, gifted, and black. And she said, um, you know, because, you know, know, they think when you affirm yourself, then what you're doing is you're trying to negate somebody else or, you know, trying to make a statement about somebody else. And when she was doing Young, Gifted, and Black, she said, white people, this is not a protest song. It just ignores you. (laughs) And I was just like, I don't think she realized how brilliant that statement was like you know just to say when we sing of ourselves we're not singing to affirm ourselves to you or as some kind of protest song to what you think about us we're just simply ignoring you and basking in what we know about ourselves you know but we went over and the show was about to end. We got like ninety seconds, so we about to sign off. This is D Hour Radio Network and this is the last the next chapter with Gypsy Soul and A Town. And always imparting, we're gonna say keep your eye on the sparrow. Hit it gypsy. Ooh,
2: not yet, not yet.
1: That's funny. Hold on. It should be right at the top. Second in line. Got Just it. Type in. so there you go. We're
2: gonna rewind and say that again.
1: Yo, Gypsy Soul, A Town, The Our Network. Next chapter, keep your eye on the spell. <laughs> Price
0: on your head. No, no. No, no. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. the price. No. Don't do it, but don't do it, and don't run your feet, now no dear